With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We're breaking down the best picks in every single round you see on screen. This video is going to cover round one. Tomorrow's video will cover round two and so forth. So be, be back tomorrow for round two. So let's break it down. Who are the best picks in round one? Who's winning you a league in round one? All of that and more. The Fantasy Football Show. Yeah, it begins right now. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Okay, so you already see two names on the screen, Najee and Jamar. These aren't my only two. I like a lot of players in round one. Of course, I love JJ. I love Cooper Cub. Who doesn't love JT? And I'll do a video on the reverse of this topic, the guys to avoid in each round, and I'll cover why I don't like Henry and Delvin Cook in round one. So look for that video. So why do I love Najee in round one? I love him in round one. He's a top two to three overall player to me. I get there's a little worry about Pittsburgh, the offensive line, will the quarterback play be okay? But things are improved across the board. Even if you feel like the quarterback play isn't that big of an upgrade, it's an upgrade. Even if you're not like super excited about Trubisky and Pickett, it is an upgrade over Big Ben and where Big Ben was physically at the end of the year. And the offensive line is definitely improved. So you got better quarterback play, at least two options. If one fails, you can go right to the other. I don't think Trubisky's going to be a monster, but he's going to be effective enough to move the football down the field a little bit better than Big Ben did. And with a little bit of offensive line improvement, Najee could actually average 4.4 4.5 yards per carry in 2022 something he couldn't do his rookie year averaging like four yards a carry getting overworked it was not his fault he was averaging low yards per carry in terms of being efficient he'll be back on point and more yards per carry being more efficient will help him do a lot more with less you want him averaging four and a half yards per carry so he can carry the ball a less amount of times for the same if not more yardage he'll be in the red zone probably more i don't know if he'll catch more passes but maybe he can do the same ppr work and damage and get similar rushing yards on lower carries lower volume but maybe score more touchdowns so so i'm thinking more of a repeat of last year 400 receiving yards 1350 to 1400 on the ground it's like 1800 total yards minimum if he's healthy for 16 games and has a little bit more just a little bit more blocking and quarterback efficiency, which he should between the two quarterbacks. They'll bench Trubisky if he's not the real deal. Real deal meaning effective. And they'll go to Pickett. So there's two options. I'm very confident that they have two options and one of them will be efficient, more efficient than Big Ben. So repeating rushing and receiving for the most part, higher yards per carry, lower amount of carries, less of a chance of getting hurt that way, more touchdowns. Bigger year than last year because of the touchdowns. Give me a top two to five running back season out of Najee Harris. And the great part is he's going well past the middle of round one. I see him fall to eight, nine, ten all of the time right now. I don't know why. And we'll move Jamar out of the way while we continue to talk about Najee. Absolute steal. Anywhere in the second half of round one. Smitty, you can't call a first rounder a steal. I most certainly can. Top two to five overall player going in seven to ten right now. One of the best top 15 values right now in fantasy football. Take advantage. Buy into the fact that he's going to have a better offensive line and at least 
least the same, if not marginally better quarterback play. To me, that means he's going to do better than he did last year. And yeah, he got overworked, but I'm not too worried about that one year in. Maybe this is not good for longevity four or five years down the road that he's getting overfed. Agreed. Agreed. But we're talking about him entering year two. Not worried about year two because of being overworked in year one. He'll be fine in my opinion. He's a monster and I want him in every league where I can get him, you know, six to ten. Absolute steal. You've just been Smitty approved. This next guy, same thing. Everything I just said about Najee, you can apply to Jamar Chase in their different positions, but this guy's going in the 7, 8, 9 overall territory sometimes. And to me, you know where he belongs to me? Number two, number three, or number four. And you can at me all you want, but Jamar Chase, coming out of a rookie year, dropped the best rookie season we've ever seen for fantasy football wide receivers. And he's on one of the most potent offenses in the NFL with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. A guy that can finish number one in fantasy football quarterback scoring. A guy that actually could finish number one overall in all of fantasy scoring in Joe Burrow. This rapport was amazing out the gate. Jamar Chase was inconsistent and that tells me a lot of positive things. I actually like that Jamar Chase went dormant for a big string of games and then blew up later in the year. If you can drop fire as a rookie being inconsistent and be as good as he was imagine when he's not inconsistent and people that draw conclusions this episode is supported by fx's clipped the scandalous story of the 2014 clippers owners racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world the series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league starring lawrence fishburne jackie weaver Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply about a player in their first year or whatever early on in their career and they say oh they're inconsistent imagine if they get better like to actually try and act like a player is not going to improve and to define his consistency coming out of year one what world are you living in this guy will get consistent and if he can dominate inconsistently imagine what he'll do when he's consistent it's not rocket science if you remember back some people's memories are foggy for this kind of thing but when you reflect back there were people that were panicking on Jamar Chase. I had question after question in the in the early part of double digit weeks. Should I bench him? Should I trade him? Is, is he coming back? Did he fall off for good? And while it sounds like obvious advice now, the fantasy football show your boy Smitty stayed the course and we pushed Jamar Chase like crazy in terms of go buy him low, get him now before he bounces back. People are overreacting. And anybody that took advantage of that won their league. You literally won your league because of Jamar Chase and how he finished in 2021. And while many people say, I, I think he'll continue to be inconsistent. They got T. Higgins, you got Mixon, there's a lot of mouths to feed. Since when are we worried about volume 
in an offense like this? Since when are we worried about somebody taking away from somebody when he's the clear alpha one? I love Higgins, I do, but Higgins won't take away from Jamar Chase's production. Anybody that says that Higgins and Jamar can't coexist and that they'll like rotate to the point where Chase can only be like five or six for wide receivers. Anybody that says that doesn't account for that. Burrow's going to get better. If we're saying Jamar's going to get better and Higgins leaving get better, the offense will get better. They're going to block better. They address the offensive line. The defense got a little better. It's all going to cascade and make the team better as a whole. They're going to move the football down the field better, live in the red zone more. And yet people don't give Joe Burrow the benefit of the doubt. Like he's going to improve, throw for more yards, throw for more touchdowns be more efficient and we don't think that's going to trickle down into jamar chase's consistency give me a break jamar chase is arguably worth the number two overall pick in ppr you can at me you can throw your hands up in the air you can say what about cooper cup and jj and i don't mind those arguments they're all three capable of being the number one wide receiver jamar chase cooper cup justin jefferson could all be two three four overall in a ppr draft i'm actually leaning more toward that than i'm leaning toward anything else Najee may Maybe, but because his ADP is falling, I like him more around five. I'll reach a little bit because five seems to be a reach. I don't know why, but it is. But I'm starting to lean a guy that traditionally does like running back a little more in round one. I kind of always have, but I always go best player available and best player available this year after JT's off the board in PPR redraft is Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and Cooper Cup. At me all you want. If you get Jamar anywhere past number six, which is exactly what I said with Najee, you're getting an absolute steal. Six to ten, smash it. Both Jamar and Najee are two of the best picks in fantasy football 2022 in round one. So you know I like JJ, you know I like Cup. They just don't quite fall into the kind of topic we're talking about here. Doesn't mean I don't love them. I love JT. I love I love JJ. I like drafting Eckler. And Eckler actually might be falling into this territory really soon. Everybody talking about Spiller right now, taking a work from Eckler. In fact, you know what? Let's pause on Swift and let's throw an Eckler. I'm a predictive show and I can tell you right now, I'm predicting the ADP is moving in this direction. So we might as well hit it now versus having to do an update video. Eckler's becoming one of the better first round grabs right now he was number four number three number five but now this like oh spiller is gonna come in and take work from him don't twist my words i agree he's a good cuff he's a must handcuff to eckler if eckler went down they got no one else to turn to spiller would be the guy i'm not blind to that but i know what my eyeballs tell me and he's not good enough to take away from Eckler. Do they want to run him? Do they want two backs? Of course they want to keep Eckler healthy. But there's a big, big difference between the team wanting Spiller to spell him and keep Eckler fresh and taking away from him, limiting Eckler. He's not going to limit Eckler. This is a pedestrian college running back that by my eyeball test came in very overvalued into the combine. He comes into the combine and drops a a dud. One of the worst running backs in every category. He was good in college, but his metrics, the numbers, everything, the data, it all shows that he's slower than the average running back. In fact, he was no better than any of his counterparts on his own team. When you look at efficiency on the team versus the type of defensive coverage he was looking at, he was no better. He was no better. In some cases, he was the same or worse than some of the players coming in in similar situations, not just like a change of pace or like run. He was no better. He was no better than his counterparts. He was not overly efficient. He was not overly quick. He was mediocre. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. He was good. He was in a good situation that fed him a lot of work. He looked effective, but he's not taken away from one of the best running backs in fantasy football. And the fact that all the the, the buzz that's floating around about Spiller, I don't even want to call it buzz because I don't agree with any of it. It's making Eckler's ADP go... I predict because we're like a week early on this, but I'm starting to see it enough in mock drafts that I can tell you that I I think it's going to become a certainty. He's going from two, three, four overall down to where Najee and Jamar are. These guys are all like right in the same place. I think Eckler goes at seven. Najee goes at six, seven, eight. Jamar goes at six, seven, eight, nine. They all three could be argued in the top five, and yet they fall in the six, seven, eight, nine range. Najee, Smitty approved. Just been Smitty approved. Eckler. Jamar Chase Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. Why, Swift, I apologize. I forgot you were there. Let's put you in the same exact space. Guys, we have four players right here. I can't even, I'm stacking them on top of each other because they're all going in the exact same place. Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, DeAndre Swift. I know we're running out of top five spots and I get that we're arguing like seven guys can be top five. That's kind of the nature of fantasy football predicting, right? But we have four guys here, all four of which could be top five overall players. I don't think all four would be because we got JT and, and Cup and Jefferson, but arguably, these guys belong in the conversation of top five overall. Swift, Najee, Jamar Chase, Eckler. Now, Swift is the most unlikely to be talked about there. Most people wouldn't even consider drafting him top five, and I get that. We don't want him going top five. His upside is that he has top five talent with a little bit of injury risk, which makes him more comfortable in the 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 range. And I think sometimes round two. Like, I'm not going to put him in the round two list because... In a shark league with people that know what they're talking about, if you're not drafting with Grandma and Uncle Buck, you should not see Swift in round two. You'll see him at 12. Sometimes he's at 12. Sometimes he's at 11, 10. I would say out of all three of these players right here, Eckler, Najee, Jamar, he will on average go below all three of them. And for good reason, the injury risk, and he's still got a lot to prove. And we don't know what Goff's going to do with this offense. If he can move the football down the field effectively, the Lions are loaded with talent. So I'm pretty confident in in in, uh, in Swift and the offense, St. Brown. Uh, I kind of like the Lions a lot as an underdog sleeping giant team, but Goff can only let them go so far. So once they get a new quarterback a, a year from now, lights out, the, the Lions are going to turn things around really quickly. Everything's kind of in place, but the quarterback spot. But Swift is going to ball out even if the team plays from behind, even if Swift is not running the football, he catches the football. If he's not catching the football, he can run the football. He can literally be like a 800 and 800 or a 900 and 800 type player. He doesn't even need to run for 1,000 yards or much over 1K to be a 15, 1,600 total yard player. He could be 10 to 12 touchdowns and 15, 1,600 total yards and not be a 1,000 yard rusher. This is one of those guys. This is Alvin Kamara type 
type production. It's a workhorse where people try and pretend it's not a workhorse because it's a lot of receiving work. Workhorse is workhorse to me. I don't care if it's between the tackles or out wide. He's a workhorse. Kamara is a workhorse, or he would be if he played all year. Swift is a workhorse. This is the new Kamara right here, and he's an absolute steal in round one. And he's my favorite player to pair with the number one guy I'm going to talk about in round two, Javante Williams. DeAndre Swift and Javante Williams are my favorite one-two punch from the 11 pick or the 12 pick in 2022. I think it wins leagues because it affords you some of the guys I'm going to talk about in round three and round four at wide receiver. Let's dig into Javante. Round two premieres tomorrow, so make sure you have your notifications on. Subscribe if you're new. Hit the thumb up button on your way out the door and get on over to the fantasy football show. and get your one-on-one text advice text on demand with your boy smitty bold predictions rankings articles trade calculator i invented the instant based trade calculator in the fantasy industry in around 2003 that we know of and i've been working hard innovating in the space ever since so you want my content it's the best in the industry according to me i might have a little bias involved and play underdog fantasy click the link down in the description use promo code smitty start taking advantage of everything you learned here in best ball drafts do it live and don't forget i'm live every monday through friday 7 p.m eastern and i go live whenever news breaks outside of that news breaks i go live player gets traded gets hurt i go live so maybe i see you before 7 p.m tomorrow actually you will for the premiere of round two maybe you see me three times tomorrow now get out of here this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty